Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. That's Serta with a C. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Ankry and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. Christian, what slap from our staff is going to come in here and compete with you with birthday trivia? I mean, I'm we're not even sure. There's like nobody here. Yeah, I thought I thought it was a new year. I thought we were getting back to work. We still resting on our laurels from 23. Seems like it. Is that the plan? Come on, staff. May have to play a caller. Oh, that's dicey. I don't trust the callers not to cheat. Although it's not a great birthday day anyway. Surely somebody of our staff is listening, and they'll come up around birthday time. Anybody in the building listening to the show, you're welcome to come in studio and tell us what you're most excited about for 2024, and maybe that thing is playing birthday trivia. All right, I got a couple things here. Um, Coach Musselman, I promised you we would hear from him regarding the player of the week in the SEC this week, Keon Metafield. How about 32 points in the victory over the weekend? Arkansas SEC play up next against Auburn. Excited about that. Coach on his point guard, he's excited about him. He was at Washington, right, Christian? He was. They're not going to give him a ring now if Washington wins the championship. Oh, wrong sport. It's been important for him to sit and watch, see where we have some areas that we could get better at. Like I said, I mean, his... his uh, his teammates' body language, like they're, they're looking for him. I think the confidence level that the teammates have with him is is much more important than the confidence that I have with him. Those guys, those other four guys out on the floor, they want to play with him. They like to play with him, and and I think that's a big a, a big part of any point guard, quarterback, catcher, and base. Like all those things are important when you're kind of in a leadership position. A hundred percent. Southern Structural Solutions text line. This is a long one from Jason and Cabot. Three years ago, Sam Pittman, Eli Drinkwitz, and Sarkeesian were hired at their respective schools. Texas 12-2, and Missouri 11-2. Arkansas was not that good. Sam Pittman is so far in over his head. An example of who Sam Pittman as a coach is. Hugh Freeze, usually six plays ahead of Sam Pittman in both games they coached against one another the last two seasons with Liberty and Auburn. Boy, Liberty got its come up in yesterday, didn't they, Christian? Yeah, weren't they? They flamed out. That should have been the headline. Were they undefeated? Yeah. Okay, I thought so. Yep. It's awkward having an OC that is better than the head coach, but that's exactly what our reality is. I know Pittman's smart enough to know Petrino's record at Arkansas and how fast he turned Arkansas into a top-10 team week in, week during, week in, week, during the last two seasons, literally. Uh, On November 24, 2011, LSU was number one, Alabama was number two, Arkansas was three. I remember that. Uh, anyway, Jason Cabot, I don't know what his point of that is, but apparently he wants to bash Sam Pittman. That's okay. Uh, we talked about some solutions for college football with Clint Conk earlier. Chris says, yes, move the transfer portal dates, but also why can't we sign NIL players to two or three contracts? They're playing for money right now. Players hold all the cards, and colleges having to fold every year is BS. Well, I think the reason you can't is because if you try to, They'd say no, and they'd go somewhere else. Mm, probably true. Two to three year contracts. I, I can see what you're saying now. Uh, what is this? Somebody sent me something about Florida State and Georgia. I don't know what that was supposed to be. For the people that hate Sam Pittman, you know if it fails this year, he's gone. So Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. Here's the thing. I was convinced last year that Iowa's offense would be terrible again if they brought back Ference's kid as the OC. You're and right. they put in all kinds of incentives. They tweaked the contract. But it was the same crap. Yeah. I'm not convinced Arkansas won't be better next year. I'd be surprised if the offense was worse than it was this year. I didn't think it could be worse situationally than it was the year before, but I was wrong. Yeah. The SEC Big 12, Big 10. We are all 5-4 and four in bowl games. The Pac-12 is 5-3. and three, The ACC is 5-6. and six. What do we call that, Christian? Parody? Parody. Kind of. Um... The video of Decker telling him he was eligible. Ref's fault. Detroit won that game. Well, Detroit didn't win the game, but maybe they should have. That was a great two-point conversion call, by the way. Yeah. Too bad it didn't work. Uh, great show. Michigan knocked the punter down after he kicked it. It's a flag. 
Yeah, that should have been a penalty. You're right. Should have been. I forgot about that should one. Should have been running into the kicker. Yep. But the five yards would have been enough for the first down. Later, the coverage guy for Washington barely touched the Texas guy catching the punt. They throw the flag. The refereeing was very inconsistent. Please address. I think we just did. Yeah. You're right, though. I mean, you nailed it. Uh, the Bama center has been terrible all year. This is the guy that was dribbling it back to Milrow at the critical juncture of the game. Lots of people go after Milrow for being scatterbrained, but he can't make quick reads when he's juggling bad snaps. It is stressful enough playing quarterback at that level, especially in a game with that much on the line, and to have to worry about whether a snap's going to be worth a dang or not, it's got to be pretty crappy from a stress standpoint for a quarterback. That's one thing you should be able to count on. I remember Arkansas used to have really bad snappers during the Chad Morse era. I think we had a lot of really bad things. Yeah, really bad coaching. I know that, that definitely didn't help. The Hogs are looking at a defensive player named Scooby. Someone needs to point out that having a Scooby and a Snacks on the same defensive unit is definitely a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You can't let him get away. I remember there was an Arizona linebacker. I think his name was Scooby, right? Like he, yeah. Maybe Arizona set NCAA record for tackles or something. Like Say that. Arizona. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, Angry Buckeye says, "I was not on Alabama. Did they think? Did not think they were one of the best four teams? Okay. I mean, in hindsight." I would have made an argument that Georgia was better, but it's hard to say that when Alabama just beat them. Uh, this guy says, give me McCarthy with the Penix receivers. Those cats can catch the ball. I like Michigan's receivers a lot more than I thought I would. That little Taylor kid, the number one? Yeah. He's a little stud. Mm-hmm. He's little. He's six feet tall. I do think Washington's is probably better, but Michigan's are good. Yeah. But I also think Penix is better than McCarthy, at least at throwing the ball. Of course he is. I didn't realize how little Penix ran this year. Yeah, he doesn't run very He much. moves so well, I just assume he's athletic and like runs a bunch, but he doesn't. Yeah. I think he ran more early in his career and he got beat up a little bit. They were talking about that last night. Is nobody going to talk about the scary grin that Menafield gives to the press of the post-game conference? The guy is freaky looking. I wouldn't want to face him on the court. I haven't noticed it, I guess. No. From the 501, I'm not sure the Alabama center didn't have money on the game. Easy. Come on now. And then this guy says, uh, both Georgia and Penix Jr. got snubbed with the playoffs in the Heisman. Yeah, it's true. I mean, Daniels just had great had a great year. I mean, yeah. it, it, you're splitting hairs there. And you're splitting hairs with Georgia, too. I mean, you can't put Georgia in ahead of Alabama. No. They beat, they beat them. And you can't put Alabama in and not put Texas in. I would have been fine with Florida State because they would have had Roadmaker and all our other guys being in. But, I mean, honestly, like the four they got in there, fine. It yeah, doesn't matter. I'm happy with what we got. Um, okay, he wants to play birthday trip. We've got to get somebody in the building. We don't have to. We can just see if we can get more than half of them. Uh... Well, that's not going to work. <laughs> eh, we'll figure something out. Anyway, if nothing else, we'll just... Uh, do we have anything to play for today? Splash car wash. I love a splash car wash. You know what? That'd be great. We could just give it to Gary, I guess, if you want to do that. Uh, we haven't heard from the player of the week. Should we do that? Let's do it. Yeah, this is Keon Minifield. Um, it felt good, you know, getting back to myself, you know, from my third game in, just play my game, let it come to me. If it was scoring or getting my teammates involved, I just do what I had to do to get the win. Well, you did a great job, no He's doubt. He a few words. He really is. Did did well. Did well there. Uh, 661-1037, I guess, if you want to play birthday trivia or call in and comment about anything. If you got a thought on the playoff, you got a thought on the NFL? We're going to talk about that at the bottom of the hour. Let's get to some uh, entertainment news. That won't be an issue regardless of if anybody shows up in studio or not. Today's entertainment report is brought to you by Bell & Sword Gentlemen's Clothing in Conway. Check them out on Facebook and Instagram or stop by Bell & Sword's new and larger location at 1011 Oak Street. All right. Serious, serious business here starting off the entertainment report. A woman has sued Jermaine Jackson. Jermaine. Yeah. Yeah. Alleging that the singer assaulted her. In the suit, she claims she knew Jackson through her husband's friendship with Barry Gordy, the Motown Records founder. She says that in 1988, 98, 08, 18, carry the one, 35 years ago, six years ago, uh, he arrived at their home unannounced. He forced himself in and with force and violence assaulted her. She also claims in the suit because of the relationships with the defendant and the plaintiff, Mr. Gordy was uniquely situated but didn't help out. He withheld and concealed the ex. Neither Jackson nor Gordy could be reached for comment, you think? 
She filed her suit under the California Sexual Abuse and Cover-Up Accountability Act, which allows civil suits in cases of sexual assault now beyond the damage of the statute of limitations. When one or more entities are legally responsible for damages and the entity or their agents engage in a cover-up. I'm like, okay, 35 years you waited? I I hate to, like, discount a woman for saying she got sexually assaulted, but it's been a long time. Yeah, I don't understand what the holdup is, but, you know, every, every case is unique, so we'll see what shakes out. Safe to say Danny Masterson is a rapist. Yeah. He has been sent to California State Prison to serve his sentence for two convictions. And this last week, the 47-year-old admitted to, was admitted to the uh, prison. And they released his first prison mugshot. Rapist and Scientologist. All-around unlikable guy. The photo shows him wearing an orange prison attire with long hair and a beard. Um, so he is finally reported to prison. So if you're wondering where he is, that's where he'll be for the next, I don't know, 30 to life. Roughly. This is a tragic story. A 15-year-old surfer has died in the third fatal shark attack in the waters off of South Australia in recent months. Kai Cowley attacked by a suspected great white while surfing with his father off a remote beach west of his hometown in Adelaide. Brought to shore, but they were unable to revive him. Surfers also died there in May and October. Did it say what exactly, like, did the shark bite his arm off or something? Like doesn't give details, you sicko. Why do you want to know that? It chewed his head off. Are you, is that what you want to hear? <laughs> I, well, it said they brought him to shore, but they couldn't sur- save him, so I'm wondering... Like, probably bled exactly out, usually. That's probably the case. There have been 11 fatal shark attacks in the water since 2000. Outside of that area, a 16-year-old girl was killed by a bull shark in a river in the west coast city of Perth. You know, 11 in 23 years isn't that much. It's too many. Well, don't go swimming down there with the sharks. That's my point. That's what I was going to say next. I'm like... That's their home. You're it, invading their home. I don't know how much Australians like to surf. Yeah. I assume it's a lot. Yeah. I think about things I like to do. I like to play golf. I like to go out to restaurants. I like to do other stuff, too. Mm-hmm. But if I thought there was a reasonable chance that, you know... I'd be killed while doing it. It's like, here's the thing. Like, let's just say at a local golf course, I won't name names because I don't want to cast dispersions, and it's also not happening, so I don't want anybody who heard half the story or was only passively listening to get the wrong tale of it. But let's just say local public golf course in the area, and there had been 11 bear attacks that ended in fatalities, right? Yeah. My ass is not playing golf there. Let me just tell you straight up, okay? I'm going somewhere else. That's just me. So I'm not faulting them. I don't want to victimize the victims any further, and it's a tragic story. I just think about I'm out with my 15-year-old kid, and he gets attacked while we're out surfing, and I get a, you know, you're on the beach and you're watching your kid die. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And that father's scarred for the rest of his life. But I'm thinking, man, again, that, I think that's a fair analogy. If there were bear attacks on the golf course and they've been killing people every once in a great while, I'm not golfing there. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I think in Australia, no matter what your hobby is, you may be at da- risk of dying. That's a great point. It is a very dangerous place. Sharks, blue-ringed octopuses, you know. I don't even know what that fish. is. What's a blue-ringed octopus? It's like the most poisonous animal in the world or something Really? Like that. Yeah, they're like tiny, too. Huh. They're cute. but They're, they're cute. cute and deadly. Oh, I could say so many things. Anyway, uh, did you see that Steve from uh, Beverly Hills 902 got attacked by little mini bikers? Did not. This looked like a SNL skit. They were driving like little mini scooter things on Beverly I Hills. I thought you meant like dwarf bikers at first. No, they were like they're normal sized oh, people okay. on small motorcycles, motorized mini bikes in Hollywood, on Hollywood Boulevard in the afternoon. He said somebody got a little aggressive and he got out of the car to confront them. And next thing you know, there was like six of them on him and he's fighting them off and he's running through the street and he's over to the curb and they're deciding how much more they want to go after him. Apparently his daughter was in the car. The video is available on TMZ. Some online are pointing out the fight looks staged and are wondering if it's a promotion. I don't know. The guy the guy on the minibike looked like he wanted to hit him pretty good. What, this what could be Sharknado 5, 6, 7, whatever one we're on. Preview, I don't know. I was going to ask, like, what are you promoting by being attacked by 
I don't know. Mini bikers. I don't know. His, he's a he's now a D-list celebrity, so he's maybe just trying to keep his name in the news. What is his name? Ian Ziering. Uh, okay. Or Ian Ziering. I don't know how you pronounce his first name. Anyway, uh, why don't you um, check out the video and tell me if you think it's legit or not, Christian? I would like not not at this second, but at some point. Um, what time is it? Twelve twenty-one. We got time for this. Oh, how about Travis Barker? I want to give him some credit. Travis Barker is in the band Blink-182, right? Yes, he's, he's also drummer. And he's also married to... Uh, Courtney Kardashian. That's correct. She's my favorite. She is the coolest of the bunch, I'd say. Ending 2023 with a bang, he wrote on Instagram. He ran a half marathon. And I was like, this dude... Probably took him three days. Two hours and eight minutes. I couldn't run a half marathon in two hours and eight minutes if there was a gun to my head. And a shark trying to chase me down. Or a bear. That's pretty impressive, I thought. I don't know if that's a good time or not for a guy that's not and doesn't run a lot of half marathons. But two hours and eight minutes, I'd take that in a heartbeat. But I'm never going to run a half marathon, so it doesn't make any difference. Uh, you got any resolutions for this year? We can ask about that tomorrow, Christian, as a yeah. question of the day. I'm asking, do you have any? Um, No. I usually don't do that. You're comfortable with you? You like you the way you are? Maybe uh, try to eat more healthy. Okay. Um, There's no conviction there whatsoever. I don't believe anything you just said. (laughs) Um, This Ian Ziering video, I believe it's real, but it is funny. It's ridiculous, but it is real, I think, too. Yeah. Most popular resolutions for 2024. Number one's improving fitness. 48% of people polled said they want to get in better shape. Were you working out for a while? Yeah. But not anymore. You worked out like six months. No, I've worked out the past six months. Have you? Not regularly what's regularly like how often no like i fell off i'm not judging you either i'm just curious let's say i worked out from like march to june and then i fell off and then i got back into it and now i fell off again i need to get back into it and stay into it yeah i just think it's good for mental health get your money right 38 percent of people say they want to improve their finances who doesn't everybody yeah improving your mental health that's priority for 36 percent 34 percent said shedding pounds isn't that improving that's, fitness? Yeah, it's the same thing. I mean, some people just want to get more fit and not necessarily lose weight. I would say that's probably applicable for me, although I would like to drop 10 pounds, but that's not my primary goal. I just want to be fitter. I need to run more, I think. I need to do more cardio in 24. Is that how you lose weight? Uh, there's lots of ways to lose weight. Well, I know, like, improving diet and all kinds of stuff, but... Yeah. I want I, I think I need to be a little leaner and a little less bulky. I really, I've been talking about doing yoga for five years, and I've never done it. I really do want to get into that. I think it'd be good for me, mentally and physically. You ever done yoga? No. I mean, what, is, what exactly does it do for you physically? Um, it's very hard. Okay. Oh, my God. It's really difficult, actually. You'd be surprised. You're just, some of the stuff they do, it's like you're just doing these movements and stretches and things, but it's excruciating. Like makes you sore and stuff? Yeah. Huh. I think it does. Especially early. Eating together, 32% want to improve their diets. Or eating together. Eating healthier, rather. Yeah, I don't know. Most of these are all kind of relatable, and these are all pretty I feel like they're always standard. the same. They're the same every year. Pretty much. The gym will be jam-packed for a couple weeks, and then, you know, things will slow down. If you are trying to quit drinking for a while... I don't understand. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, dry January, of course, is a big thing. A professional counselor says it's a really good way to reset ourselves. I think it's really good to just purge your whole body of alcohol. You'll find that you'll sleep better. Some people feel that they have more energy when they're not taking alcohol taking alcohol during that time. And I say it's usually easier to get a goal for that month. To start off a dry January, make sure you don't give up. They say focus on realistic goals. You want to make sure you don't set yourself up for a big failure. Set your goal to be achievable. If you falter, it's okay. Just try the next day and then the next social situation. And again, each success is progress. I think uh, February is easier than January. Because you got the like the national championship game, then early mm-hmm. February you got the Super Bowl, like you're getting parties yeah. and drinking and Is it February's not a hard one other than Valentine's Day, maybe a glass of wine, but it's a pretty easy month to not drink, I think. Is it that hard to not drink for a month? No. I, I mean not if you're not an alcoholic. Yeah, alcoholic, yeah. But you like it and you get in the habit of it. It's like anything else. Yeah. Is that a challenge? You don't think I can do it? No, I think you can do it. I, just, I think anybody that's not an alcoholic could complete the task. It'd be good from a calorie standpoint, probably not to drink for a month. 
But is it really doing you that good if, like, okay, I made the month, now I'm back on it? Yeah, I think it can be. Because, I mean, you're going to get the health benefits of, like... I'm going to double my drinking in February to make up for the no, month I missed. I don't think that's a good idea, but I do... I mean, I know you're joking, but, like, I do think, like, not drinking... I mean, I feel really good when I go weeks without it. It I sleep better, I feel great, and yet I always go back to it. <laughs> you know? I don't necessarily crave it after I get rid of it. It's just like sugar. Like, if I eat sugar a whole bunch for, like, a week, then I would, like, crave it. But if I don't eat sugar for another week, I won't want... I don't care about sugar mm-hmm. for a while. I don't know. Uh, this is the best news I've gotten in 2024. Snoop Dogg is joining NBC Universal's coverage of the 24 Summer Games, taking place in Paris. He'll be on site in the French capital to provide regular reports for the Olympics primetime show beginning July 26th. He will speak with NBC Olympics host Mike Tirico and provide his unique take on what's happening in Paris. He'll explore the city's iconic landmarks, attend Olympic competitions and events, and make visits to the athletes, their friends, and their families. That is genius. It's fantastic. This is a page out of the ESPN Pat McAfee book. Yes. Um, I'm ready to hear Snoop Dogg talk about equestrian. Snoop Dogg is hilarious. That was great. Who do you, Was that with Kevin Hart? He so. almost made Kevin Hart seem amusing. Yeah. Stephen Kevin Hart, no question. The producers have pulled some clips from the Olympics, and we don't know what sport it is or what event it has to do with. We'll watch it, and we'll call it like we see it. You know, I'm down for that. So let's do a cold call. Horses. I like this. This is equestrian. This they is Cranston. They Cranston. call this equestrian. By the way, look at that horse. Did you? Oh, the horse crip walking, cuz. You see that? <laughs> oh, that's sad. <laughs> that's gangsta the mo- Hey! Oh, 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 look at this, girl. Oh, come on, man. This horse is off the chain. I got to get this in a video. Girl. Oh, you said. Oh, my God. No, said I got to put the horse in the video. Off the chain. I need that. Horse Crip Walking is officially in the Olympics. Man, you see that? Play it one more time, man. You got to see that. The intro play, walk was Play it cold. one more time. Play, play it one more time so we can see it. <laughs> oh, it's close. <laughs> you can get some of that. Okay. I'm in. Uh, Willy Wonka ended the year as number one at the box office. $24 million. Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom, 19 and a half. Migration, The Color Purple, and Anyone But You rounding out the top five. By the way, sales at the box office this year... People try to tell us that there would be no more box office, there would be no mo- more movies and theaters, that the pandemic would ruin everything. $9 billion in 2023. Wow. $9 billion in movie sales in the last year. This, I, yep. I was going to say, I have uh, heard that Wonka is actually good for multiple people. Okay. Which I was surprised by. All right. And also, are you interested in any way in watching The Color Purple, the musical? No. Me either. But I love the movie, the original. Uh, last thing, Night Swim is new at the box office this week. Looks interesting, I guess. Or maybe it was new last weekend. But anyway, it's in the theater. The Boys in the Boat. That's the George Clooney movie about the Washington rowing team. Yes. Which you could watch before Washington potentially wins their national championship. Competing against the Nazis? Yeah. Poor Things? I don't know that one. Um, I don't either. Have you seen anything on anything but you? Because I like Sidney Sweeney. Um, I saw one review that said it was not that great. But you know what? That's not going to deter me from watching Sidney Sweeney on the big screen. No. All right, so how do we want to do birthdays? Nobody on staff is listening or around. They're like, they came right back from the holiday, and they're like, eh, I'm not going to listen to the shows, and I may not hang out in the office at all. I think um, I think I can just play Jordan. You Here think? He was online first. He Let can- me see. Jordan. Is Jordan on there? Yes. Jordan, did you did you study up on birthdays today? Uh, no. You want to take Christian on here for a prize? <laughs> I ain't gonna be able to do nothing. Well, you don't know. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, nah, I don't think I can do it. He doesn't think he can do it. I'll tell you what. Just give him a car wash anyway, Christian. Give them both car washes. Can okay. We, can we do that? Gary, Jordan, car washes. Congratulations. We'll just do it for fun. See how how you do, Christian. I'm going to give you... I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to give you 15 years. 
Okay, there are five people celebrating birthdays today. I'm going to give you 15 years and see if you can get all of their birthdays and not use up all of your 15 years that I gave you. Okay. Okay? Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if I'll be able to remember 15 years. In the Zone is brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Headed to the hill, take exit 108 from either direction for award-winning Mexican food made fresh every day. It's Elia's in Morrillton. All right, I'm just going to tell you who they are, and then you're going to tell me how old they are. So you have 15 years to miss by total. So like if it's oh, okay. the person's like 70 you. years old, you. and you say 74, that costs you four, four years. You. Okay. All right. Today is the birthday of Boys in the Hood... And a few good men, a few good men. I guess he had a small role in that. Hmm. Coming to America, small role in that. Let's find his. What was his best role? As good as it gets, he was good in that. Jerry Maguire he was great in that. That's probably his best role, right? Yeah, I would say so. Boat trips, snow dogs. How did? It, how he did was, the? He, uh, was the uh, he was one of the officers in A Few Good Men. Yeah, that did the code red or whatever. Was he one of the? Okay. Uh, how did it, we were talking about a rat's butt the other day. Hmm. Like, I couldn't give a rat's, Yeah. you know? How did that become it. a saying? No idea. Okay. Sorry. How old is, um, Cuba Gooding Jr.? Um, is he, has he gotten over the old, uh, sexual I think so. Thing? I think that's all been adjudicated. Um, Cuba is 54. Okay, that's two points right there. He's 56. This woman is an actress. She was in, uh, Remember the Titans. She was in uh, Blue Crush. She was in... Oh, she was in 21. Kate Bosworth. She's darling. Oh, yeah. I know who she is. Yep. How old do you well, think she got is? got her name, but... Kate Bosworth is... I haven't seen her anything in a minute. 45. She's 41, so that's four. So that's six total. This former PTL evangelist was brought down by a scandal. His name is Jim Baker. I don't know if you saw the biopic on him. Pretty good stuff. Andrew Garfield played him. No, I, did, I haven't seen that. It was good. And then, uh, what's her name? Oh, it was, it was the one that had... Uh, what's her name? Jessica, Jessica, Jessica Chastain. Chastain. That's right. Is that right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because she was... Uh, what's her name? I thought it was the other one. Who's the other redhead actress? You're thinking of Ron Howard's daughter. No. Nope. Dallas Howard? Mm-mm. You're thinking of Amy Adams? Yes, I'm thinking of Amy Adams. I think it was Jess- Jessica. I think it was Amy Adams, but I think you're right, actually. No, you're right. I think you're right. Anyway, how old is Jim Baker, the real one, not the fake TV one? Jim Baker is 69. No. Nice. Uh, you missed by 15 there, no. actually. He was 84. Uh, this former NFL running back from the University of Arkansas, played his entire career in the NFL for the Oakland Raiders, was a star among stars until he had some knee injuries. Amandre Hill. Ah. Pride of Malvern. Gotcha. Happy birthday, Madre. He is 43 today. Is that right? No, 40. That's not right. When I think of... He's 48 today. When I 48. think of Arkansas running backs and Raiders, I usually think of Darren McFadden. Makes sense. He's 48 today. And Kirk Heinrich, oh, the former Kansas, Kansas. star. Uh, I like his goggles. Yeah. Hawks, Wizards, and Bulls. He is today... He is... 47. 43. Wow. Yeah. 1234. Let's take a break. We're going to talk about some NFL playoff scenarios when we come back. Um, and what else did I want to do? Oh, I got a couple other things, too. We'll, um... Oh, I got to tell you about my little incident yesterday, too. I'm stupid, but... It's partially my fault, but it's really not my fault. The way the interaction went, and I'm not happy about it. So I'm going to talk about it when we come back. Uh, let's take a break. As we do, I want to tell you about our friends at Oaklawn. We had a great weekend. You had Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and Monday racing. And, of course, Monday was the Smarty Jones Stakes. So congrats to the horses that gain points. We also have to do um, game balls and jock straps, Christian, so don't let me forget that. Um, but I want to give a, a pat on the back to Brad Cox, who turned out another winner. Christian Torres aboard Catching Freedom the winner of the Smarty Jones Stakes. But more great racing coming up this weekend, and, of course, the National Championship game. you got the FCS Championship game. You've got huge regular season, last of the regular season NFL games this weekend. You can wager on all of them through your Oakland Sports account, Oakland Sports app on your phone, or you can go to oaklandsports.com. And, of course, if you want to wager on the races and you can't be there, Oakland anywhere is the way to do it. But just pop down and see our friends at Oakland. you get the Mainline Sports Bar. The hotel is beautiful. you got the spa. 
you got great restaurant options, and you got live music coming up as well. Sawyer Brown later this month, 38 special, February 17th. You can get your tickets at oaklawn.com. And, of course, I haven't even touched on all the great table games and fun things to do inside the casino. But I can tell you this, and you know it as well as anybody, lots of fun to be had in Hot Springs and no more fun to be had than right there at Oaklawn. Go see them. Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas presents Rolling with Nolan on Drive Time Sports with Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer every Thursday at 6 on 103.7 The Buzz. The college football playoff championship is set for 2024. After two thrilling semifinals, Washington will take on Michigan for this year's national championship game. Michigan took out Alabama 27-20 yesterday in the Rose Bowl. Michigan needed a late score to knot things up and send it to overtime, and they were able to stop Alabama after their score to get the 27-20 win. Washington held off Texas 37-31 in the Sugar Bowl. Michael Penix Jr. with an outstanding evening. Throws for 430 yards and two touchdowns. Texas had the ball with four chances to score inside the 15-yard line of Washington, but the Huskies were able to hold up and get the win. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. Great news. Stocking stuffers at Bell and Sword in Conway. Ah, this is Joseph Pena of the Arkansas basketball team. Are you shopping for Christmas gifts? Bell and Sword has everything for men. Athleisure from Bory, PJ and hoodies from Saks, Cologne, Basque, Epop. Clothing, Peter Millar and Johnny L. Quality, Martin Dingman. Leather goods and shoes. Expert staff with free gift wrapping. Bell and Sword, 1011 Oak Street on Facebook and Instagram. It's the Average Guy Movie Review, Thursdays in the Zone, with me, Justin Acri, and Wes Moore, presented by Rock and Roll Sushi. Our friends from Rock and Roll Sushi will come in and recap or look ahead to what's trending on TV, the big screen, Netflix, or wherever you get your entertainment. It's presented by Rock and Roll Sushi, deliciously twisted flavors in a rock and roll vibe that will blow your mind. Rockandrollsushi.com. The Arkansas Duck Derby Banquet returns, and it's more exciting than ever. Enjoy live entertainment, browse dozens of silent auction items, and grab a bite from Old Bart's Southern Eatery. This year's big ticket raffle prize is a 2023 fully loaded Polaris Ranger 1000 premium valued at over $20,000. Every moment benefits the Conway Regional Health Foundation. Head on over to ArkansasDuckDerby.com to learn more about the premier duck hunting event of Central Arkansas. Rock out with the only American style sushi experience. Founded on great food and rock and roll. Rock and roll? Rock and roll sushi. Deliciously twisted flavors and a rock and roll vibe that'll blow your mind. You're gonna love our made from scratch hibachi menu. Chicken, shrimp, filet, or lobster with grilled vegetables and fried rice. Grilled to order VIP style. Rock and roll sushi for lunch or dinner. Rockandrollsushi.com. Now with five locations in Central Arkansas. It's Justin Acre for Certa Pro Painters, and I get so excited when I get a chance to call my friends at Certa Pro and tell them I've got a new project for them. Certa Pro can help take your idea for a project and make it even better. The good thing is, you know you can get on the schedule and get that project started quickly. But it is starting to fill up fast, so you need to get on the schedule ASAP with my friends at Certa Pro. Each Certa Pro Painters business is independently owned and operated. These folks live in your community and want to help you get the best paint job possible. Schedule your free estimate at CertaPro.com. That's Certa with a C. Welcome back in the zone. Get into the show by texting us on the Southern Structural Solutions text line at 501-661-1037 or message us on the Gangster Museum of America and Hattery Live Fan Feedback. Now, let's get into the zone. The 661-1037 if you want to join us. I don't have anything to give you, but you can certainly come on the air. Christian is, uh, I think, running around. So I may just take him hot and see if you got something to offer here. I've got a couple offers here, or a couple entries from the, there you are, text line, courtesy of our friends at the Gangster Museum of America. And we've also, uh, I'm sure, got some text line from Southern Structural Solutions uh, that we can get to in a second. 
Um, again, if you want to come on the air with us, 661-1037. Johnny B. Good says, do NIL contracts have a term length? If players opt out of bowl games, do they lose part of their NIL? I assume they're year-to-year, but I don't know that they are directly related to, like, you get this much per game or anything like that. So I don't think there's a negative impact for not playing in the bowl game. And if it is, then it's not significant enough amount, amount of money for the guys not to do it, clearly. Ricky says, shout out to ESPN for thinking doing a live shot down Bourbon Street would be a good idea. Nice set of hooters. What in the world happened to Alabama's defense on that last drive to let Michigan come down and score like that and so easily? Well, they're pretty good, Michigan is. Also, yeah, the Bourbon Street play, maybe not the best move. Oops. Bo says, uh, didn't they do graffiti this morning? If so, what time? Trying to locate that on the show replay. Um, I don't know if they did it today or not, because typically that's a Monday thing. I assume they pieced it together and did it. We've got to do our uh, game balls and jock straps on the other side, actually. Jamie says, can we get reporters to learn new questions? I hate the whole how does how or what does this win mean for you? Come on, this is awful stuff. 100% correct. You are 100% right. I could not agree with you more. It is awful. What does this mean to you? it's so lazy. It's such a cliche. It's like, I heard every other reporter say it, so I'm going to say it too. It's so dumb. How does this make you feel? Yeah, I can't stand that. And I will say this, one out of every hundred times it elicits a decent response, but there's other ways to ask it. Also, let me tell you, let me refile another complaint while I'm at it. I saw Ewers up there on the podium afterwards, the dais, if you prefer, and he's like, None of you guys thought we were going to be here anyway. None of you guys thought we was going to be in the championship. None of you guys thought we could do it. You play in the Big 12, and you were picked to win the league by just about everybody, and if not, you were picked second. And I think a lot of people thought you were going to be in the championship because you're Texas, and you get the benefit of the doubt because you're a blue blood, kind of. Used to be, at least. Don't give me that baby stuff. Hey, you guys didn't think we would even be here, so we already overachieved everybody who you thought we were going to do. No. No, you don't get to do that. You're Texas, and you're expected to be in the championship. You play in the Big 12, which is not a great football league, as much as it pains me to say that. Did you see the Liberty Bowl? Can't stand that. Stupid. Um, I got a few things from the Southern Structural Solutions text line, but we'll do that in the last segment. I also have to tell you about one other thing. I'm already on a roll, so let me just throw this out here. All right, yesterday was January 1st. What are you supposed to eat on January 1st, Christian? I didn't know there was anything. Black-eyed peas. You're oh, supposed to eat black-eyed okay, peas yeah. for good I've luck. Okay? So I, I go to the trouble. I have a couple different black-eyed pea dips that I found. And so I'm like, okay. I was busy on New Year's. I kind of lazed around. I did a few things. Didn't make it to the store. So I'm like, I'm going to zip over to the grocery store and get some black-eyed peas and make this black-eyed pea dip. I'm not the biggest black-eyed pea fan. I don't eat a lot of peas. I don't eat a lot of beans. I don't eat a lot legume. Is it a legume? I don't know. But I'm like, I don't even care. But I'm like, for good luck, I'll make a little dip will be covered for the good luck for next year. So I go to the store, and I look up and down the aisle. Can't find it in the cans. Can't find it in the beans. Can't find it in the dry bags or whatever. Nothing. I'm looking all over. And then I ask a guy who's working there. He's stocking the shelves. And I go up to him, and I said, "Uh, do you have any black-eyed peas? And he looks at me like I had two heads, Christian. He goes, no, because of the shortage. And I'm like, didn't know there was one. How would I? I mean, well, I feel like I'm pretty well informed. I mean, I watch the news. I read the paper cover to cover every day. I didn't know there was a shortage. And then he piles on. It's bad enough that I'm already pissed because I can't get black eyed peas now. Then he goes, if you didn't get them by now, you're not getting them. And I'm like, look, dude, why don't you take it easy, son? I am already mad that I'm not getting my black eyed peas and I'm going to have terrible luck for 2024. You don't have to pile on. So stock your shelves, sonny. You're a freaking idiot. You didn't get your black-eyed peas by now? The guy talked down to me like I didn't, because I didn't know there was a black-eyed pea shortage. Is it a shortage of peas? Is it a shortage of delivery trucks? Is it a shortage of cans? Could they not get the labels printed? What's the deal? I guess I went to the wrong store. My buddy says Edwards had a bunch. Mm. The one that's closest to me is where I went. I normally shop at Edwards. I love them. They're opening a new location in North Little Rock. Can't wait to see it. But I, I guess I blew it. But I was like, dude, don't talk down to me over it. Like, I didn't know there was a black-eyed pea shortage. Why would I know that? Who the hell knows that? Did people know this? I've never heard it. I didn't either. 
A lot of scenarios in the NFL this weekend, real quick, and then we'll take a call from Todd. So, you got Buffalo and Miami for the AFC East Championship this week, Christian. Buffalo's likely to be in the playoffs no matter what happens. They get in with a, a tie or a win, or a Pittsburgh loss or tie, or a Jacksonville loss or tie, or if Houston and Indianapolis tie, which that would create quite a mess, huh? I wonder what happens if they tie and Jacksonville loses. I wonder who gets the tiebreaker between the Texans and the Colts. Or I guess Jacksonville would still get it, wouldn't they? They'd be 9-7-1. and one. Yeah. Yeah. If they all had the same record. They were 9-7-1. and one. Oh, no, because they'd be 9-8 and eight if Jacksonville okay. loses. Yeah. yeah, I wonder who would get it if they tied. That's interesting. So they're playing for a playoff berth. Texans and Colts. The winner goes to the playoffs. If Jacksonville loses and they win... They win the division, too. Jacksonville gets in the playoffs with a victory, or if they tie and there's a tie. Oh, here it is. There's a tie and there's a tie in the other game. Jacksonville clinches a playoff berth with a Jacksonville tie, a Pittsburgh loss or tie, or a Pittsburgh loss, a Denver loss or tie, and a Houston-Indianapolis not ending in a tie. It's very confusing. Anyway, bottom line is Jacksonville beats Tennessee at Tennessee. They're the champs. And then the winner of the Colts in Houston also make the playoffs. Miami and Buffalo for the title in the East. Um, they're both in the playoffs regardless. I mean, Buffalo's not automatically in, but they're pretty much in. Pittsburgh's 9-7. and seven. They're at Baltimore. There is talk that Lamar Jackson will rest. If you got nothing to play for, I mean, what's the point? There's not a lot of upside. You know, okay, here's another example, right? The Chiefs are in. The Chiefs are the three seed no matter what happens this weekend. Chiefs are playing Chargers this week, Christian. Here's the deal, though. You want to rest your starters, right? Because the game's not relevant. Right. However, Chris Jones is a half a sack away from a $1.25 million bonus. Well, he's playing. You think he doesn't want to? I bet he does. Yeah. But they also need to get as much rest and relaxation and healthiness as they can for the following week. This is your bye week because unlike most years, you don't get a bye, Kansas City. You're playing in week one. You remember um, Chris Jones sat out the first game because of the contract dispute, so he probably didn't get any money from week one. He's like, yeah, I need this 1.25. Everybody needs $1.25 million. Yeah. It's free money. In the NFC, the Niners are the one seed, just like the Ravens are the one seed already clinched in the AFC. The Lions have clinched the North. The Cowboys are in as a playoff team. If they win this week, they are the NFC East champions because the Eagles peed down their leg and lost to the Cardinals over the weekend. Man, how how the tables have turned on the Eagles. They looked like a clear favorite at the beginning half of the season, and yep. now they just look terrible. I'm excited about it because here's the thing. Here's what I need to happen. I either need the Buccaneers to lose and the Saints to win than the than the Saints win the North or the South rather. Mm-hmm. But if the Buccaneers win at Carolina, which is more than likely, then they need to win. They need Green Bay to lose to Chicago, and they need uh, who's I just talking about? The Eagles. Oh. The Cardinals need to upset somebody else, whoever they're playing. Cardinals are playing the Seahawks. So I need the Cardinals to pull another upset. Now, Arizona's at home. Makes me feel a little better. Still not likely. Packers get in the playoffs. The Packers, Christian, a team we barely talked about this year, they're in the playoffs with a win this weekend against Chicago. It's crazy. So there's one of the teams playing spoiler. Arizona can play spoiler. Chicago can play spoiler. Washington can play spoiler to the Cowboys. But but they they could. could. These are fun setups. That's all you got left. And Atlanta can screw the Saints out of any chance. But Carolina can play spoiler, knocking off the Buccaneers. Who would the Saints host if they were to win and make the playoffs? Mm. That's a good question. Maybe Eagles? 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 Yeah. Yeah. That's doable the way the Eagles are playing right now. Could be. Could be. So that's the majority of your scenarios. Seahawks at Arizona, they they clinch with a win and a Green Bay loss or tie. I feel like there's a lot of bad teams that are going to make the playoffs I, this year. I couldn't agree more. I think we just talked about a handful of them right yeah. there. Um, all right, got to do game balls and jock straps on the other side. Let's get Todd in, and then we'll hit a break. What's up, Todd? Hey, not a lot. Just wanted uh, you guys to touch on what in-state recruits we had that we need to be looking at or excited about, and is there anybody capable of rallying other good uh, talent come to Fayetteville, go up to to be a hog. Seems like we're losing everybody uh, down here in Pine Bluff, and we lost that four-star uh, receiver. And But, you know, you win some, you lose some. But right, right now, the morale as far as a, a high school 
uh, potential recruits seems like it's pretty low, and uh, Arkansas is really not on the map on their radar. So, is there anybody like you know, uh, three three folks from Warren or some corn fed boys from Star City or something that we need to be excited about? Well, I think. Thanks for the call. I don't know how much more recruiting they're going to do in the state of Arkansas, but they landed Charleston Collins, who was the cousin, uh, cousin of Courtney Crutchfield. It's almost the same thing. And then, uh, and then they got Braylon Russell from Benton. Those are that's true. Big guys. That's they exciting. Got from Arkansas. So, and the quarterback at CAC is he done or is he go- Grayson Wilson? I think he's a he's so a year left. I think he's an extra. Yeah. Anyway. So I don't know how many more high school players are going to take this late. Well, they better start banging the portal because linebacker is a huge area of need. That's going to be uh, – you have to reshelve uh, or restock the shelves with uh, linebackers in the portal again like you did last year. Yeah, they did a nice job. We talked about whenever – I think you were gone from the show. But um, – <laughs> I'm never taking off again. Whenever we lost uh, Courtney Crutchfield and I think it was somebody else the same day and then we landed two big transfers, it's like, well, which one would you rather have? A guy that's going to come in and have an immediate impact? Or a freshman that's probably not going to play all that much. Oh, you were sugarcoating it? Yeah. Pretty much. Guys, it's a new year, baby. It's 2024. Low T Center can make it a great one. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, you may have low T. Low testosterone levels can cause weight gain, loss of muscle mass, and so much more. I recommend Low T Center. That's where I get my levels tested. They make it quick. They make it easy to get all your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. And with their on-site lab, you'll get results back in about 25 minutes. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment online. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot com slash sports. Take your yard up to the next level with the Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA Tour caddy, and his landscape designs are inspired by some of the most beautiful golf courses around the world. Call Josh at 501-794-2770 for all of your landscaping needs. Flower beds a mess? Josh's crew can give your home the curb appeal you've always wanted. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping also installs French drains, retaining walls, and they'll even take care of your irrigation maintenance needs. The Caddy's Touch Landscaping. Call today, 501-794-2770. Bull riding, the perfect fusion of strength, skill, and pure willpower. Professional bull riders aren't just athletes. They're daredevils with cowboy souls. Come experience the true modern West, where eight seconds of glory will create a lifetime of memories. It's the Unleash the Beasts PBR Little Rock at Simmons Bank Arena, March 15th and 16th. Tickets available at Ticketmaster.com. Hold on tight. The ride of your life is about to begin. We understand that in times of loss, every detail matters. Hello, I'm Renata Jenkins-Fowler with Roller Funeral Homes. It is a privilege to be chosen as the best funeral homes in Arkansas year after year for 24 consecutive years because it signifies the faith and confidence placed in us by those we serve. We are continuously seeking to elevate our standards of excellence. Thank you for your trust. Roller Funeral Homes, where compassion meets excellence with all our respect. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Eckery and Wes Moore. 1254, we're going to do a couple quick things here. Freaky Joe and the pigskin are in, and yes, you're going to have to endure the pigskin because you know why Michigan won, so get ready. And he would have been here even if Michigan lost, so deal with it. 
All right, uh, I got to tell you about our friends at Oakland. Again, if you can't make it to the track this week and you want to wager on the ponies, you already missed the Smarty Jones Stakes. Don't miss anymore. This weekend, you get the Pippin Stakes for the older Phillies and Mares. Sorry, ladies. Seasoned. Phillies and Mares. I don't want to offend anyone. You're four. Okay, get over it. You know what? You're not exactly aged. Relax. <laughs> Calm down over there. Don't get all sensitive. Anyway, uh, Southwest Stakes will be here before you know it later this month. Oakland Anywhere is the... Um, offering from Oakland. You can go to bet.oakland.com or download it on your iPhone and you can get yourself squared away and set up to make your wagers. Not to mention they've got great information, handicapping help on there, and you can watch the races on there also. And so, like, uh, you know, Smarty Jones, even if you weren't there to participate, you could have certainly wagered on it. All right, real quick, a couple of game balls and jock straps, and then we will hand it off to our buddies from Out of Bounds coming up next. Um, there we go, and there. Game balls and jock straps are brought to you by a Caddy's Touch Landscape. Josh Dickinson is a former PGA caddy, so he knows what good grass looks like. If you'd like to take your yard to the next level, then hit up Josh and his crew at a Caddy's Touch Landscape. 501-794-2770. Call today. Directly sucking up to the pigskin, game ball Sharon Moore. I thought the creativity offensively, although they only managed about 351, which is about 70 yards more than Alabama had. Pretty darn good. I think they maximized their opportunities, and Michigan wins to advance with Washington to the national championship game. Bye-bye, SEC and future SEC teams. We'll just have to live with it. And I think we got a great matchup on tap next Monday night. Jockstrap to dog bites. Aaron Gordon talking about the bite from his dog that required 21 stitches. He says, quote, I probably had a little too much eggnog. I was kind of roughhousing with my dog, and I think my dog got excited and basically chomped down. I was basically wrestling him off of me, and then he bit my hand. He says, uh, for lack of better words, I was messing around with my dog, and when you mess around, you find out. That's pretty funny. <laughs> Christian, what do you got? Uh, I was going to say J.J. McCarthy probably had the catch of the weekend. Yes, that. he did. Pretty important. Yeah. Um, college football playoff. I, thought, I think both games were awesome, and that's probably the first time in the history of the college football playoff that both games have been entertaining. Um, Jordan Clarkson, he got a triple-double for Utah yesterday. It's the first triple-double the franchise has had since 2008. That's hard to believe. That's pretty insane. It is. Uh, Jock Strap, I guess I'm going to give it to the times of the games yesterday. Ugh. Four and eight. I mean, I don't have a problem with it because I stay up and watch NBA on TNT, and that usually ends around midnight, but uh, the I game was, was on like at midnight. Bro, I'm watching the last three minutes in my bed. I'm thinking, this game's over. I don't have to watch the end of it. And then all of a sudden, they get the, the injury. They get the rough in the pe- I'm like, come on, guys. So I'm laying in bed like with one eye open watching. Anyway, what are you guys doing today besides recapping and celebrating Pigskin? Congrats. So we're going to do plenty of that because we have the championship matchup set now with Washington and Michigan. We're going to talk about all the college football and NFL results and much more. You guys got anybody coming on or just you two? It's just going to be us today. We're not going to get that ref Coach that, Z- that Co- cheated the Lions last week against Dallas. I thought he was on. No? Okay. No. Just checking. Next week. Next week. Willie D's Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos. Deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays. And DJs spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. get your Willie on. With tens of thousands of satisfied patients across America, it's no surprise QC Kinetics gets five-star reviews. I'm feeling on top of the world because of QC Kinetics. I'm able to do the 